Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Yeah, second hour of On the Block. He's Strick and Austin Orman on the block every, every day. Two to four right here is where you can always find us. Streaming platforms, Twitter, Twitch, X, and Facebook. We're grateful for you guys' support continuously. Happy New Year to each and every one of you and your families as well. Thank you uh, for your continued support of On the Block. We are grateful. So listen. Um, a lot of things happening over this weekend, probably some important things. The Lincoln airport has, uh, welcomed some arrivals, some visitors that are here now in Lincoln. We have Jamal Banks that shows up in Isaiah Nayor, Dante Dowdell, X-Ray Alexander, Stefan Thompson are all in town for visits here for the Nebraska football team. What are your thoughts? What are the needs? What are the expectations? What are the hopes? Uh, we know that Dylan Raiola is in town to kind of help in this process of, mm-hmm. of of bringing some of these this talent here to Lincoln uh, to help out the program. Mm-hmm. Where where are the areas that you feel are most important in those uh, those uh, visitors that will be arriving today? Can I say all of them, or is that a cop out? <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's, I think all of them are fine. I think all of them are needed. Again, we're well over 100, 100 scholarships that are offered right now. Definitely, we know that that number is going to have to shrink significantly mm-hmm. uh, at some point in time. We know that the transfer mm-hmm. portal is definitely going to be open for Nebraska. It's just, it just has to. It's just part of the deal. But these particular players, the why? what is the why behind why they're here and so forth? Yeah, so, so uh, Dowdle, the running back, is the one I want to start with. He, to me, would be the biggest guy. That's a four-star running back out of high school in Mississippi. Big body. Six foot, six two, 215, 220 pounds. Yeah, yeah. I think they like that style of back. Again, I think that's why they went with Gabe Irvin last year as the starter before he ended up getting hurt. So I think getting a guy that size with his power, but also he's got some decent speed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a pretty well-rounded running back. Obviously, picked Oregon. Um, his reasoning for, for leaving was that Oregon's got a lot of guys coming back in that room, right? So the coaches sat down with him, told him he wouldn't start above third on the depth chart um, next year. So he's like, eh, I don't really want to waste a year after my red shirt. So deuces. Again, 6'2", 220 pounds, great size. Visited Mississippi State already, and he's from Mississippi. It's where he went to high school. Um, that's another program in a little bit of transition there with Will Rogers mm-hmm. leaving. He's going up to Washington. But I think Nebraska's in a pretty good spot for him. 
Strick, we talked about the I running back. I think the need really. is definitely there I was, for that. I completely agree. Because yeah. what do you have coming back? You have Emmett Johnson, who earned a look. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have Gabe Irvin coming off injury. We'll see if he's Again. ready. Ramir Johnson coming off injury. Never carved out a role outside of one year. Then you have Quint Knives, who hasn't seen the field. There is a whole lot of opportunity for Dante Dowdle to come in, not just have snaps, but be the starter. It wouldn't be promised. Again, I think it's him and Emmett Johnson. But I think this Nebraska offense wants to get away from quarterback run as much as it can. Mm -hmm. So that is going to probably double the number of opportunities Nebraska running backs get next season. And that would have to be attractive for a guy who's looking for an opportunity. No doubt about it. Um, Who's next on your thoughts as far as... um, I I personally think the wide receiver room is is probably next for me. And again, I I, want to go back to the fact that it's not that their wide receiver room is bad. It's Mm -hmm. not that they're horrible. Mm -hmm. It's that there's not an established guy that you just know. Like, you could go up and down... Down, like just look at Washington or Dunze. Mm-hmm. Like right. you know he's he's him. Like that the dude. other guys mm-hmm. are, you know, they're great, they're good, mm-hmm. they can handle their business, they're gonna make numbers and and and, and do mm-hmm. things. But you you know or Dunze him, right? Mm-hmm. You go down and look at Ohio State. Great receivers in that core, mm-hmm. but you know that Harrison Jr. Harrison Jr.'s him. Mm-hmm. And we can, you can go to multiple programs and and do some of the same things. Mm-hmm. We can't really do that here. No. So I think, for me, I think there's still a need for that. I think there's a need for an establishment between Dylan Raiola Mm -hmm. and finding a guy that he knows without a shadow of a doubt he can trust Mm -hmm. because we don't have a Kelsey type of tight end yet. Not one that's established. Mm -hmm. Maybe one with Carter and Nelson and those guys. Definitely not. He's he's, he's lost my mind. (laughs) But... I know what you're saying, but mm-hmm. at the same time, there's not that guy who, you know, why would we want to? So I'll go in? with Banks first, Jamal Banks. So he's from Wake Forest. He's 6'4", 205. That's long, big enough, but still pretty lanky. Um, 107 catches, 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns in 44 games there for Wake Forest. A lot of that came with Sam Hartman throwing the ball right before he transferred out to to Notre Dame. Really good player. A lot of experience. Probably tougher to get. Since he's entered the portal strike, he's talked to Minnesota, Wisconsin, who, let's not forget, brought in Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. Think what you will about him, not sold on him. That's a quarterback with more pedigree than Wisconsin's had probably since Russell Wilson. Mm. He's talked to Purdue. Changed in offensive philosophy and style. If, if Jeff Brown was there, I wouldn't be shocked to see him there. But it seems like you know similar color scheme. Maybe he likes that. I don't know. He's talked to Notre Dame as well. Riley Leonard, the quarterback there. Um, apparently Michigan is also in or trying to get in the mix there. Um, so this would be his pandemic year. I like him more as that that big bodied kind of Michael Pittman Jr. possession type of guy. I, I don't know how explosive he is, but he can win early in a route. He can win late in a route. He's got good hands. On the flip side of that, you have uh, Nayer Nayor, who is listed as a Texas transfer, but really you go back to his Wyoming film. Played two years there in Laramie and Huge big play threat. 21 yards per catch across 50 catches. Now he's coming off a knee injury two years ago at Texas ACL. And then we know Texas's receiver core got a big boost last year, bringing A.D. Mitchell in. Xavier Worthy is the freshman. Uh, Whittington made that big play there at the end as well. That's a pretty loaded room. So if Nebraska is able to land Nayor, 
I almost wonder if he's Trey Palmer 2.0 in a lot of ways. It might not be quite as fast, but I think he has more uh, catch-and-run ability where tracing was he's going to blow right past you, right? Mm -hmm. He's that vertical deep threat that could work over the outside or the middle. Nayor, I think, has that that deep threat ability, but I think he's maybe more Deshaun Jackson-ish where he's not as big but can hit you vertically, but is also, I mean, we know Deshaun Jackson, the punt returner, just electric with the ball in his hands. He can have some catch and run to him as well. Oh, that's, hey, that sounds like that's something to need because our special teams department hasn't been very electric, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, in, in those departments, whether it be in the kick return or in the punt return. Um, who else Who else is uh, going to be coming that you kind of feel good about? Maybe the potential of landing and the why as to why they're coming out. So it was Stephon Thompson. Yeah, we'll start with him because he's a linebacker from Syracuse. We need that. We know Nebraska is lacking there, but yeah, that Syracuse connection, right? That's where Tony White came from. So Thompson was there for three years under him. Um, Thompson played, started as a freshman in 2020. Um, He has 169 tackles, 20 of them for loss and four forced fumbles in 36 games there. He's 6'1". 250 has a couple years left to play. Maybe a little bulkier than bulkier than most. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, if he started for Tony White before, I'd like to think that, you know, there's that that it quality about him where you might like him an inch or two taller, maybe, you know, five, ten pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Probably not gonna stretch him out vertically, but you might be able to cut some weight off of him, make him maybe a little better side to side. But an experienced guy strick in the system. Stephon Thompson, to me, would seem pretty darn plug-and-play, right? You don't want to write off a guy like Mekhi Bayer, um, Javen Wright. I still don't know what position they want him to yeah. play. And even John Bullock, Strick. I mean, Nebraska's linebackers, you didn't see much of a, a drop-off from one group to the other last year, but you also didn't see anyone step up and take the reins. Like, this is my job. I'm locking it down. You can't play me off the field. I think Thompson would be another one of those rotational guys. I don't think he's a star, but if you can raise that floor enough and just be solid and dependable in the middle, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, I would definitely love to see the shedding of a little bit of weight so that way we can, you know, obviously there's a lot of passing that goes on in the Big Ten, especially right. with the additions of USC, UCLA, mm-hmm. Washington, and Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely want somebody that has a little bit of ability to run. This is why I really do think that if... Uh, now, I understand why he went, but... Um, why um, um, uh, our guy at Michigan? Houseman. Houseman. Mm-hmm. Ernest Houseman, why Ernest went. Yeah. But it, ooh, we would love to have that speed and those those abilities here in the, in the middle for mm-hmm. Nebraska. Now, what else? There's the other guy who I think would be a similar situation to like an Omar Brown, but a different position. Again, Omar Brown is off to the NFL draft. He came from FCS Northern Iowa. Not entirely sure how to say this young man's first name. It's X-E apostrophe R-E-E. Zari, X-E-R-E, Alexander. Anyways, he's from Idaho. Okay, former three-star prospect. Um, Nebraska offered him... uh, Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A couple few days after he entered the portal, 
Um, but Phil Steele, who does all sorts of preseason prognostications, one of the most respected guys in the business, did his postseason stuff and named this young man an FCS freshman All-American, which is absolutely impressive. I mean, 75 tackles, second on his team at Idaho, um, two forced fumbles, blocked a kick. But here's the interesting thing, Strick. Idaho and the FCS are like, okay, he's trying to make the jump up a level. Does he have to prove himself? He was committed to Arizona State when Herm Edwards was there. We know Herm Edwards can identify talent. He brought more talent there to Arizona State. Now, did he manage that talent? Did he develop it? Not well enough to keep his mm-hmm. job. But Herm Edwards, as an NFL he guy, has an, has eye, an for eye for talent. No doubt. So if Herm Edwards said, hey, this guy can play, he might be, you know, kind of a Hausman replacement in a young guy who will see the field but might need a year to, to acclimate to the Big Ten. So again, if you can get Thompson from Syracuse and then get Alexander to play a rotational role but then really be the guy not in 24 but in 25, I think that'd be huge for Nebraska. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, where does Nebraska right now, uh, again, as now they've, they're looking at additions, we know what their needs are. Mm-hmm. What areas outside the ones that we've identified, do we feel we need to see some development? We need to see some growth. We need to see uh, some transitions from what they, what we saw this year. Mm-hmm. What, what, what areas of the team out, you know, we all, we like, we've identified the quarterback. We, we know have. what the wide receiver room is. Mm-hmm. We know what we have coming in, but mm-hmm. what areas now is something that we really need to hone in on as far as the growth and development internally. I think tight ends there, right? I think we, we mentioned it a little bit. Thomas Fedoni had his first extended playing time. We got to see more from him. Wasn't really a tight end, too. And Strick, I said this during the year, but Nate Borgature wasn't what I thought. He was the leading receiver, or at least had the first catch in the spring game, had a pretty nice game. I expected more from him. I thought he was a very Big Ten-style tight end where he could block, he could you know, be a big target over the middle to catch some passes. I expected a lot more from Nate Borgature. I thought he went into the air as Nebraska's best tight end. We didn't see that. And we saw a lot of Luke Lindenmeyer out of Papillion instead of Borkature in a lot of situations. So finding a second tight end, whether that's like an Ian Flint, maybe coming in as a freshman again, I asking anyone to play on the line, because Flint would be more that inline guy, right? Fedoni, you can spread out. I think Flint's probably going to be better, you know, more traditional Big Ten inline tight end. That's a big ask for a freshman to come in and be ready to block, chip, help out on all these Big Ten defensive ends, being communication against linebackers. So I, I think Flint's a, a year away or two. That's a big position. I'm curious to see what the defensive backfield looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't seem like it's a big, you know, group of losses necessarily. I mean, Quentin Newsom is gone. Omar Brown is gone. Um, I don't remember if Deshaun Singleton is, is gone or not, but either way, I think Singleton's back. We also have Buford back. Which is going to be safeties big. are pretty strong, right? Just want to see some dog. growth. Hard, hard job, Stricky. Up and down, right? Yeah. Up and down as a freshman too, but it's excusable. It's a freshman. I wasn't as impressed with Malcolm Hartzog this year. He got. He seemed to be better the year before. Than I'm he with was. you. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I I can't get that Minnesota play out of my head where he gets beat to the outside, and the one thing you have to I, do is one. force the guy middle. Golly, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. I said the same thing. And there are some other times, you know. We saw teams pick on him as a freshman. He's not the tallest guy, um, but he won his fair share of battles. I felt teams went back to picking on him late in the year, and he didn't win a high enough percentage of those battles. I need to see a step forward from Malcolm Hartzog. I still think the talent's in there, right? He's a gamer. He can be a baller, 
But you've seen Nebraska go get Bly Hill out of the transfer portal. That's a long, lanky defensive back. And Strick, this Nebraska coaching staff has recruited a lot of defensive backs. I get it. You need a lot of them, right? You're playing at least four, if not five, depending on how you, you quantify the rover position on any given defensive snap. Those guys are really good on special teams. So you're going to want a lot of them on your roster. So I think not only will Nebraska need to find you know two or three guys that are young to step up, Nebraska's probably going to lose a few of those guys to get down to the scholarship limit. I, I think to me, when I look at things, I'm looking in, internally uh, in the trenches again. Like, mm-hmm. I, look, those guys did a phenomenal job. Nash Hutmacher, for me, was huge. How's your wrestler Nash Hutmacher now? Yeah, listen, he was huge to me. As far as what he did in the middle, um, it was like it was like a match made in heaven for for the positioning of what he was able to do and I was impressed with not only his physicality of really shoring up the middle and like not giving up a lot of mm-hmm. ground, mm-hmm. but his footwork and his ability to get off blocks and get upfield and get pressure in the face of court. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see a continuation of that, but I want to see depth there. Yep. Yes, I love the return of Ty Robinson there, but I want to see the Judys and I want to see those type of guys. Riley Van Poppel. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. see some growth in that back, that that second tier guys where mm-hmm. so we don't have a lot of drop off. I want to see a little bit more activity in that group. I, I think mm-hmm. on the edges, I, I'm not I'm not disappointed with those guys. I love what we got Prism, you know, uh Yuman Yuman yeah. I like I like those guys, Lynn Hart. I like that. You mm-hmm. know, keep them healthy. I like what we got there. But um what we do, uh, what, you got something? I was going to go to the text line here real yeah. quick. So this was on um, Malcolm Hartzog. It says, he kept having to move between safety and corner. It's a difficult thing to do. Give Hartzog a break. Yes, that's a credit to him that he was willing to, you know, make that position switch here and there, right? They said they wanted to leave him at corner, but then with the the injury to Buford, he did bounce back and forth. Uh, when Omar Brown was in and out with that concussion, um, yes, he did bounce back and forth. And this is where, Strake, you can't, I don't want to knock a guy for being a good team player, taking on a position switch that he wasn't even expecting. Right? I don't know what goes into to all of that. I know uh, former defensive backs coach Travis Fisher made it a big deal to cross-train his guys at corner and safety so there wouldn't be that drop-off necessarily. But I think we've seen a similar thing with Malcolm Hartzog and Turner Corcoran. I don't think Corcoran's a tackle. Mm-hmm. He hasn't proven he can be a tackle, but Nebraska won't just stick him at guard. Right, They keep trying him out at tackle because they find other good guards. So either Turner Corcoran you know, isn't going to be a starter. He's going to be a backup guard who can play on the interior, maybe teach him how to play center. I know that was a big thing a couple of years ago. Or you know, you find a new left tackle. Right, I still think there's talent in Turner Corcoran. I just don't know if he's in the best spot for him consistently. But that's where if Turner Corcoran you know, is your best left guard, put him at left guard and find another tackle. Right, yeah. don't make yourself worse at two positions when you can you can shore up one. I go to, to like my beloved Indianapolis Colts. Right, Anthony Costanzo, stalwart left tackle, retires. There was some talk about moving Quentin Nelson from left guard to left tackle. He is a six-time Pro Bowler, you know, multiple-time All-Pro at left guard. Why would you get worse at left guard and left tackle instead of leave the guy where he's good and comfortable? All that to get back to Malcolm Hartzog. If he's more comfortable at corner, leave him at corner. Yeah, right? Even yeah. if you think he can play some safety, you have other safety options. Why not give Kobe Bretts a look? Why not, you know, move Isaac Gifford to safety on a higher percentage of plays and give, I don't know, Javin Wright more snaps at the rover? 
you you mess with the guy's head, you mess with the guy's confidence by moving him back and forth. When if he's better at corner and you're telling him you want him to be a corner, leave the young man at corner, find other options somewhere else. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I agree with you on that. Unnamed Texter throws out that the tight end room, uh, 0650, the tight end room wasn't helped out by inconsistent quarterback play. Tight end room explodes after we clean up the quarterback um, and have a progression reader to take care of it. Now, I, I agree with you on that, but where I'm where I'm talking about is in the run game. Mm-hmm. I, I believe our tight ends can catch and, and do things like that. I, I think they're athletic. But in the run game, the whiffing of blocks, the missing of assignments, the not wanting to put helmet to to mm-hmm. a defensive end, all that stuff, and it, it blew up some plays mm-hmm. a lot of times that were costly. So that's where my issue goes to the tight end. Right, and I, I think that's a totally fair evaluation and assessment. And I would even push back that Thomas Fedoni was targeted quite a bit by Hunter Harper, right? He looked to Fedoni quite a bit as his first option made, you know, I think two or three interceptions through two or three interceptions, you know, when other guys were open because he tried to force the ball to Fedoni. So they absolutely have to get better at run blocking, but I think Harburg almost looked too much to mm-hmm. Fedoni who again, given his pedigree, if you would have told me that coming into college, Nebraska was going to be trying to throw to him too much a few years ago, I would have laughed you out of the room, but Thomas Fedoni didn't necessarily earn all those targets that he got, I don't think. Yeah. And there were other options available. So I, I can see, you know, both aspects of it. All right. Here's the thing. We've got uh we've got two tickets to give away for the Lincoln Stars. How, how about this? We have two sets of two. Yeah. We've got some tickets to give away. Go ahead, run it, Austin. Here's the trivia question. It's where we're going. I was next gonna throw segment. some I was gonna throw something out from yesterday to see if they remembered. Ooh, okay, you do it. Austin Orman said something yesterday, and I want to see who was listening, and we'll take the fifth texter to remember. Austin Orman talked about going to hockey games. He went to hockey games a certain amount of times. If you were listening yesterday, then you would know exactly what he said if he was paying attention. How many times has Austin Orman gone to a hockey game? 402-464-5685, the fifth person, the fifth person, that uh, comes up with that number, we'll give those tickets to. We got two sets of them. And, and well, that's one. That's for one set, and then we'll have a trivia question for another. We sure will. But we'll, we'll come back and do that after this segment, right before the crossover. Uh, we'll come right back right after this, 93.7 The Ticket. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 